Welcome to episode number 240 of the Towel Light Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we're 10 away from 250. We will get to 250 this year, Chris. Most likely, right? 10 episodes? Oh, Oh, yeah. For sure, we'll get there. Yeah. This is happening. It's happening uh, as we also approach 10 years uh, in 2025. So, you know, some big. Big things coming oh, up. Oh, 10 years. Okay. I was like, DFAT yeah. did celebrate 10 years, but you're talking about the recording. Yes. Yeah. It's Talk. Yes. talk um, where this summer we return to our, the, the origin stopping <laughs> grounds of Talley Talk in the Finger Lakes of New York. So perhaps, um, perhaps we should binge this last season of Flash before that's, we see each other, actually. That's not idea. a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. All right. So, Anyway, guys, uh, yeah, we're going to be at 250 soon. But, Chris, what are you geeking out on, man? Uh, I, I picked up this game called Dredge. Uh, it's an mm. indie, like, uh, it's a fishing game. <laughs> but it's, like, set in this weird, like, like Lovecraftian storyline. Uh, so you fish during the day. You go get fish. You get dredge. You dredge the ocean for your supplies. You upgrade your ship, your supply, uh, your fishing gear, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then it's like you suddenly st- stay out late one night fishing, and then all this weird stuff happens. And then <laughs> there's this, these different locations um, with monsters, like big monsters to defeat and mysteries to solve. Uh, so I'm quite, I'm quite addicted to this game right now. Okay, sounds cool. I remember you showing me the preview. And then all of a sudden you're like, I have it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm like, it could come out on PlayStation plus Elite or whatever, but yeah, I, yeah. I didn't want to wait. It was like, it was cheap enough. And I was like, I really want to try this game. So I, yep. I recommend it if you enjoy all of that stuff I said. I like all those things. I, I like Cthulhu. I, so. I like Cthan. I like whatever you want to call him um, or it. Uh, I, speaking of Cthan, still in Midnight Suns for me. Um, even though Jedi Survivor came out, uh, neither one of us bought it, and we'll get to the reasons why. But anyway, all right, Marvel news, streaming, all that kind of stuff. First up, Deadpool three. We have the confirmation of two cap, uh, two cast members: Stefan Kapakik, which I can't say, but that's Colossus, and then Morena Bakarin, which I can't remember what her what is her name in that movie. I don't remember. Girlfriend one girlfriend anyway great actress i know that and yes. i like her and everything including deadpool so yay sure i it's i'm actually kind of surprised and i'm very happy to be surprised that colossus is in this but it also makes me wonder really where they're taking that chunk of things how it'll mash up into their multiverse idea right from there so we'll we'll see I, i'm excited to see that they're preserving some of this stuff from the original movies into deadpool 3 instead of just going off on the road yeah i agree uh mia goth has been cast in blade um no word as to what her role is in that movie but i liked her in the movies i've seen her in uh pearl and x so sure yeah a lot of people (laughs) say she should have won awards for those movies um for her role in them opposed to some of the people that won awards this year um Hmm. i need to see both of them because I think she's a good actress. I There's a lot of speculation on the comic book collecting front that she could be playing Lilith, the daughter of Dracula. Um, 
Ah, there's a lot of different okay. things here. Who knows? But that's where the comic book speculation is going with um, her first appearance and whatnot going up in price. So interesting. We'll share I that. Did not up. know that. Yeah. Um. All right, and then footage. So CinemaCon happened this week, and we're going to be talking about it kind of throughout the episode. But one thing that they did show was Craven. Um, they showed it as to being rated R, which no one knew. They showed extremely violent footage. It sounded like basically Craven was what he is, like a predator, like an yeah. apex predator, <laughs> hunting people in horrific ways. And then they also showed the rhino, the new rhino, which I thought was very interesting. So what did you think? Did you read what it was? Like, I didn't want to go into two spoilers just in case. I did. I read a little bit about it. Spoiler um, alert. People. I read that. Paul Giamatti comes back in a mechanical rhino. No, I'm just joking. Um, it's like, I didn't read that. Jeez. <laughs> they really doubled down. Right? Right? Multiverse. Um, anyways, hey, Venom 2 should have been rated R. What a waste uh, of carnage. So this is a step in the right direction if Sony wants to do something else. Something different. Get people happy about watching these comic book movies. Make them violent. Make them for adults. Uh, what the MCU can't do, you exactly. can do. Exactly. And this is it, you know. So yeah. um now there's I think it's that... the only way to make sorry. No, no, you're gone. I, no, I, I was just, just saying oh. <laughs> you go. I heard that maybe Venom 3 would be radar thanks to this new step forward. <laughs> and I was gonna say, I think this is the only way that people would go see a Craven movie. I'll go see this movie if it's exactly this. that's what I'm saying. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have, probably. So um yeah, same thing. Venom 3 should be. So, uh, all right, let's jump across the pond. We've got DC News. James Mangold uh, is set to write and direct Swamp Thing. He's on Dial of Destiny. He also got announced for a Star Wars project. So, you know, this is in between his Disney stuff. James Mangold, capable writer-director, like, sure. Two good Wolverine movies, um, you know? So it's like, I've had faith in James one. He did the Wolverine. As well. Did he do the Wolverine? Oh shit! Yeah, good for him. Which is which? I love that movie, honestly. So, um, yeah, it's a it's good, good stuff. Uh, so this to me, I think he was only set up to direct at one or write or direct at one point. Now he's doing both, which is great. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited that Swamp Thing is part of Chapter One of Gods and Monsters. Heck yeah! Yep, the monster exactly. <laughs> Um, speaking of uh, DC's Creature Commandos, they've all been cast. Um, David Harbour, Indira Varma, Alan Tudyk. We had already said, um, or did we say Frank Grillo was going to be Rick Flagg Sr.? You well, we you speculated. My, I speculated mm -hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. You um, definitely speculated that. Um, that was a really good call on, and I think that is an interesting way to introduce the character, especially since, you know, Junior has been established for a while now. Yep, exactly. And um, I don't, you know, an amazing voice cast. And what I love even more about this is that they said that they would like to put these characters in live action. So to see any one of these actors play their counterparts would just be epic to me. <laughs> Yeah, very smart, uh, and I'm very excited to see what comes of this, that they're mixing animation into the whole, you know, the whole pot, because it's always been their strong suit. Yep, absolutely. Um, we got a little tease at, behind the scenes of the Penguin TV show. Um, 
to me it it fit that world it, it looked absolutely like just like a mob epic which is exactly what i wanted yeah and the fact that you know robert pattinson will show up also just kind of adds to the whole big little screen thing they're establishing i think that's something that we've talked about for years on this show as well of how how to establish that the correct way and this is i'm really excited for this show i think that uh colin farrell uh is is just stellar in this role that they changed him so much um and was unrecognizable and that he gets to be a lead of this show like his acting chops just alone get me really excited to see what they're gonna do uh with the show absolutely um so speaking of shows that we were excited for as well didn't know this was gonna happen um but this is so batman cape crusader um officially two seasons and these are all going to amazon prime this is the weird part about it but maybe not so weird since last episode we talked about a superman show going over there as well so it seems like this is the hub for dc animation yeah i mean superman's going to um adult swim the okay and okay, we've talked sorry. about how how these amazon how amazon was going to pick up these projects and it was rumored mm-hmm. for a while and this you know this is interesting because it these two shows are definitely not aimed at adult like uh, it's like definitely more of a something for everyone but it's also interesting that they're doing a real concentration on damian wayne so there's merry little batman uh holiday movie revolving around damian wayne and then there's also going to be a series this is by the regular show um mike roth um and then teen titan go morgan evans so you're looking at this next step in their uh young adult not young adult but i would say mid, middle little, grade right yeah middle grade yeah. the kid um stuff but it's great because i think that as you establish the dcu we're getting these adult projects for sure which is something that marvel's starting to do more now i think um tap into that audience instead of just the general mm-hmm. here we have a great step of introducing a damian wayne to the little kids so that they can have an understanding before the brave and the bull comes out Right, before they see him murdering people. Uh, so then, last piece of DC news. Suicide Squad, the game was delayed again. Again, don't care. Make a great game. Be as delayed as you want. Right. We waited this long. So. That's it. Um, all right, let's jump to comics. And Chris, I'll let you take over this this segment. Yeah, so there's an... They promise not a lot of huge events with the with the dawn of DCU. So this is kind of neat that it's a little bit outside of it. Uh, it's called Night Terrors. It's a huge crossover, huge crossover. I mean, there's just there's two core books. There's like separate superhero books, but it's all kind of contained to this this one narrative. And it's um, that it's it's being hailed as like nightmares that could only haunt a supervillain. Um, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and the Titans in more this summer. Uh, it'll be hor- horror-focused, uh, July and August, two-issue miniseries, uh, and more. So they're everybody's facing their worst nightmares in what they're calling the nightmare nightmare realm. I'm excited to read this on the app um, and just kind of see what they do with it. So. This is awesome. I'm reading through some of the descriptions of these, and they just sound like I... Like they're just wild, mm-hmm. <laughs> like and a, this. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
a lot of the just, covers looks yeah great. a lot of the covers are yeah. really cool too yeah i've tried not to get too caught up in it but there's like this batman and dead man cover where he's like dead man's morphing out of batman's body by jay lee i was just i gotta get that cover are uh, they selling because, them now these covers yes yeah, the covers are yeah it just went up in this year this week's uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, uh the latest God. solicitations for july august something like that okay. right now so yeah yeah these are these are insanely cool looking okay what's yeah. next uh, Mark Wade has two series uh, that's coming out. First, it's a Black Series label, uh, The Last Days of Lex Luthor. And then also, uh, he'll be doing that with Brian Hitch. Um, and then also, a modern retelling of the early adventures of the OG Teen Titans, um, which will be called World's Finest Teen Titans. So both of those are now up. The first issues are up for pre-order, uh, so you can get your hands on those if you want. Yeah, I you know I'm a, I I love Mark Wade. <laughs> so I mean, the last time that he wrote for DC, to my knowledge, what was that Kingdom Come? I mean, I don't think he's written for DC for a little bit, has he? Maybe little things here and there, but yeah, I, it's been a lot of Marvel and and other things. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, the dawn of DCU is is we can't see the end of the dawn yet; it's still happening into the fall. <laughs> it's uh, always darkest before the dawn, Chris. Uh, yes, yes. So. <laughs> Three new titles. I won't get into the specifics, but we're going to get a new Blue Beetle ongoing, which makes sense with the movie coming out, uh, Power Girl, and then also a Fire and Ice series. So they're they're going right down to let's get everybody on board with characters that have been around for a long time in the DCU, and let's give them some new stories and things to do. So I'm excited. Um, I will check out all of those. Yeah, I was excited to hear about a new Power Girl. It's been a while. Right, she's been featured more in the the JSA comic, yeah. Played too with with that Jeff Johns has been doing. So it's it's fun to see these guys these guys coming back and and more. I know. All right, so over to a galaxy far far away, we have Celebration. Um, we it was crazy. There was a lot of things announced. We're just gonna kind of rapid yeah. fire them, but I think number one for us would be the Ahsoka teaser. Um. I've watched it numerous times. Um, seeing the characters from Rebels in live action was just a literal dream come true. And <laughs> knowing like uh, Lars Mikkelsen is not only he was the voice, he's, you know, confirmed to now be playing the character. What did you think? I just I loved it. Yeah, I'm this is what I, I'm waiting for. Um, I think that this concentration and the storytelling that now we know that is we'll talk about in a second is leading to a movie uh, to wrap up the Filoni verse, uh, what they've been building towards. So Ahsoka Rebel season two or Re Rebel season five, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm very excited uh, to to watch this. It looks like like they said, it looks like a almost like a samurai epic. Uh, so. It can't come soon soon enough. Yeah, that that's it. Um, so we, we got movie announcements, <laughs> three new, three new ones. Like uh -huh. we said, James Mangold will be doing one. It's past, present and future. So James Mangold's is the past. It is the literal beginning of the Jedi, um, which, okay, that's bonkers. And then there's the present, which is the Filoni verse. It'll be the end of that story, which I have a question for you about that after this and then finally uh we have one in the future which will be episode 10 presumably you know so ray 
is back. I think it's 15 years later, maybe. And then she's she's uh, teaching a new Jedi Order. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. I, um, when my ass is in that theater seat, I'll believe it's happening. Um, there's been so much stuff that's gone on in the last few like month or so about these movie projects. Um, Linenoff getting kicked off. Yeah. Where's the, the, the YTT project? Where's the I, Johnson project? Like, I, oh, I remember, get it. remember, yeah. it. Kathleen Kennedy said it. We never talked about that. Like waving the 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 force hand. I'm so right tired of Lucasfilm Disney era. I'm I'm excited for Ahsoka. I love the animation. Like, there's some good stuff going on. But stop bullshitting me about movies. Like, this sounds good. You you've laid it out. But where the hell is the High Republic movie? Like. I know we're getting the acolyte, but why are we doing the dawn of the Je- like dawn of the Jedi? Is fine. It sounds great, but are you at the same time doing too much? As the kids say these days, um, I don't know. What is your question? <laughs> <laughs> no, you uh, you know I just wanted to know your thoughts and you you shared them. Yeah, and, I yeah. I'm very excited for the Floney movie. I think that if it turns into like something like a loose adaptation of Heir to the Empire. Uh, that would be great. There's like this transition of New Republic time that we got a lot of neat stuff in the Mandalorian season three, uh, you know, with Ahsoka coming out soon, um, skeleton crew. There's a few things going on in that era that has got me really excited about that storytelling. Uh, but let's see if they can do that sequel trilogy right. Let's do it right by the characters. Let's see if we don't make things so convoluted with Dawn of the Jedi. But I'm, ex- I, you know, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm I'm excited because I am a Star Wars fan, but I want to see them follow through, and that's it. That's it. Um, so th- these are just kind of like rapid fire things that we know are coming out. Acolyte next year, Andor season two, August of next year. Uh, Bad Batch season three, also next year. We'll be getting a Tales of the Jedi season two. Um, next year, <laughs> I think it's next year, right? And then Vision <laughs> season two, which comes out on May the fourth. Along with the Young Jedi Adventures, uh, which I was telling Chris I was watching. So the preview episodes are dropped? So, so they went on YouTube. Is? Yeah, they went on YouTube ah. as well as they're on Disney+. Plus. Okay. I think they went on YouTube to get people to... Because they put it on as commercials. Because I was like watching something with Kira and I look away and then I look back and Star Wars is on. And I was like, oh, this is uh, like 20 minute quote-unquote commercial all the episodes mashed together as an oh, no. ad <laughs> disney yeah gotta, gotta get the people in that's right um and then comic book tell me about this this sounds pretty cool yeah right so dark droids is a horror event and more apparently uh it's it's gonna be a few horror fueled epic uh launches in august written by charles soul so can't complain there um It will then spin off into the one-shots and cross over into the other ongoing series. So, a mysterious new threat called the Scourge corrupts droids, cyborgs, and everything in between, spreading chaos throughout the galaxy. There you go. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, And then finally, Star Wars Celebration announced its next place, which will be 2025 Japan, which is nice. It's going more worldwide. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I, I was, I was surprised and not surprised. Honestly, I just I don't understand why it comes back here every time. 
like Star Wars is a worldwide phenomenon. Like this is awesome. It's going to Japan. I hope to see it in other areas as well. Yep. Thousand thousand percent. All right. So let's go to the other galaxy, uh, which is Star Trek. We got an announcement that Section 31 will be a movie event. Michelle Yeoh uh, will come back to play like a, a bit of a movie with Emperor Philippa Giorgio, <laughs> which she played in Discovery. Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't read a lot about where this is set. I, I don't know if it's flashbacks to her role when she was doing side missions for, you know, Section 31. Um mm-hmm. I don't know where this is going to be set. I'm excited for it. Originally, it was supposed to be a series, but I would rather see them put more money into it and kind of give her, you know, something much more on the grand Especially scale. Especially, she's an Oscar winner now. It's like just yes, do it. Maybe that's exactly. maybe that changed things too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, her schedule could have gotten a lot more busy, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But this this will be neat. I love Section Thirty One. I like the whole espionage side of Star Trek. So it'll be exciting to see how this looks and what comes out of it um, if they decide to do more. I would talk more about Picard season three, but no spoilers. All right. <laughs> and finally, uh, Strange New World season two. We got a trailer comes out on June fifteenth. Yeah, this is uh, highly anticipated second season. Uh, one of the best Star Trek series ever made. Getting back to basics, um, it's a, it's just it's it's was one of my favorite shows of last of of this past year, uh, or whatever yeah. it came out. Um, yeah, I loved it, and I'm really excited for the lower decks crossover because they're doing the actors um, are going to be live playing their live action counterparts going on into the strange new worlds. Yes, that's right, like Jack Quaid, which would be yep. funny to see. Um, so I'm. I'm really excited to see that and, and vice versa. So there's a lot of Star Trek coming and it's a good time to be a Trekkie. That's it. And it's also a good time to take a quick commercial break. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. We are back after those commercials, and let's get into Crowd Sorcery. Uh, we have Astro Witch, which is a comic book I wrote, uh, alongside <laughs> Ruben Romero. It's about a celestial being that takes over the body of a human and gives her powers of <laughs> celestial proportions. Sexy what does that mean exactly? It's it's hard to explain because like so she's sensual. <laughs> she is the celestial embodiment of the lust sin. So it's a little bit of like a venom story where you've got this powerful, powerful being who can destroy worlds in the body of like her descendant who is a mild mannered you know, just normal human, and they have to kind of teach each other how to be a little bit more badass, how to be a little bit more subdued. Awesome. And there's new, you know, there's fighting and sexy. <laughs> all that stuff. That's so, anyways, badass. Link is in there now. I've heard, I've heard it's funded. <laughs> it is funded, um, but there's a lot of unlockable things. Mm-hmm. We're doing like different mm-hmm. covers and different trading cards and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. 
back so we'll, it's funded we'll you're getting that stuff people that. that's so it it's, it's coming so just you know behave <laughs> uh let's jump over to comics slash books chris i know this is right up your alley what do you got here it is we have the final um deluxe version of berserk coming uh it's going to be the final um of Ken- kentaro miro's uh epic some of his la- the last chapters of his story put in there um some creator notes other cool stuff so this is this is it so whether or not they continue the story after it this will collect and finalize that huge collection of awesome <laughs> deluxe versions that i have and i'm very excited to finish the story oh that is is it even bigger like do they just stuff it full of stuff i, I think imagine. it's i think because it has because it has less books going into oh, it they put yeah, more gotcha. uh, right, right, material right. into it so it's yeah. set to release this november awesome uh then uh, next up a haunted girl uh this is ethan Sachs and his daughter naomi i will tell a personal tale of mental health and healing in a haunted girl um i'm a big ethan Sachs fan he's been writing many of things including bounty hunters for, uh, the star wars comic but you know this he's gonna be teaming up with uh, artist marco lorenzana and it's about you know mental health crisis that we're you know a good book outside of the superhero realm this country's facing a mental health crisis i think that it's important to address these things in many different media types yeah i uh like you said great great author um great to bring awareness to this in a different kind of form through comic storytelling so i i like it absolutely uh next up titans is going to be doing a conan the barbarian series um i think marvel just was doing conan right for a while was it yeah yeah yes. so now it's been passed <laughs> um it was fun to see him there but i think it's good to get back to basics and it'll be written by jim zub and with artwork by roberto de la torre and jose villaruba <laughs> I think that's like yeah it. i I follow Zub forever, you know, and I saw that he had this announcement, um, which is pretty sweet. But I, yeah, I, the rights, it looks like the rights went back um, in 2022. So nice. that's it. Marvel well, right now. Yeah. Well, it kicks off on Free Comic Book Day, which is May 6th, which is incoming. Uh, by the time <laughs> this is. episode comes out, it's within a few days. So get to your local comic shop, support it, get some free swag and have fun. There you go. Last up, uh, Berserker came to an end recently. The Keanu Reeves, Matt Kent, and more. Uh, but we're going to be getting a really cool one shot this July called Berserker Poetry of Madness. Um, it'll be pitting our, our favorite immortal against a Lovecraftian nightmare. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it's already Any more reason to sell more <laughs> books. You know what I mean? Like, hey, and hey, it's a good idea too. So awesome. Keep it going. Yeah, I mean, this has already been, you know, the the rights to a movie or whatever has been sold. Uh forever. So, yeah. 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 So they're just gonna grow this this world out. It's super popular. It's a good story. I'm looking forward to binging the whole thing soon. So that is it. So Amazon uh acquired MGM. 
uh, last year. And, you know, we really talked more about the Bond side of things and what that meant. But there's a lot of other franchises that didn't even think about. (laughs) And Deadline just did an article saying how RoboCop, Stargate, Legally Blonde, Fame, Barbershop, Magnificent Seven, Pink Panther, and the Thomas Crown Affair are all some of the initial titles that are in for consideration. And this can be between films and series, especially for something like RoboCop, which could serve either one. Stargate, we had, or Star, um, yeah, Stargate. Stargate, So, and people love that show and movie. And spinoffs and more. I mean, all of this stuff sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, You know, of course, we're not into some of it, but the fact that they're addressing this and looking at it as a, an overall project, it, it it makes a lot more sense to me than some of the stuff that other streaming services are doing. Like Amazon has so much money to lock down whatever they want. I mean, if they can just poop out a Lord of the Rings series and 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 just do it, it's like it's it's so insane to me that it's it's almost beyond what Disney can do. Um, not that, not quite that, but they could get there. If they didn't own Fox, they would have agreed with you because Disney's mm-hmm. brand is Disney's brand. But now that they have Fox, there's a lot more stuff they can do. But yep. um excited to see what comes out of this. So let's go over to TV streaming. Uh, we got a tease at Witcher Season 3, which is the last Cavill uh, Witcher-led series. I didn't watch it. Neither. I'm on the fence if I'm even going to come back now, to be quite honest with you. I'll come back. I'll watch it. I mean, it's not like it's 20-something episodes or anything like no. that. It's a, it's a digestible series, and I want to see what they do. It's Regardless of the politics behind it and whatever, it's still been fun, and it still looks great. So, And I like Henry Cavill, so I, I, I'll i watch it. Okay. All right. I just hope it stays good. Like, yeah. last season's a little flaky. Sure. It's all right. Down, down uh, <laughs> yeah, so we are traveling back to the Upside Down in a different way. Stranger Things is going to be getting an animated series. Uh, so the Duffer Brothers, of course, will be executive producing with Eric Robles and Flying Bart Productions uh, creating it. Don't quite know uh, what's going on other than it will be set in the same world as the show. <laughs> More Stranger Things, the better. I This is it. I mean, we're getting this a Ninja Turtle crossover like it's it's such a lucrative <laughs> franchise we'll see more of this regardless spin-offs and more oh yeah there'll be a movie stranger oh, yeah. things ain't going nowhere <laughs> nope. um speaking of stranger things the duffer brothers have created another supernatural series called the burrows um that will be coming over at Netflix Dark Age Resistance sorry Dark Crystal Age of Resistance creator Jeffrey Adis and Will Matthews will serve as the showrunners of this drama um okay this is interesting it it's, takes place in a retirement community in the New Mexico desert around a bunch of unlikely heroes who must band together to stop an unworldly threat from stealing the one thing they don't have time oh yeah so it's the opposite. It's old people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very creative. So, Just you know. Joking. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean. <laughs> It'll probably uh, be great. So, geriatric yeah. Stranger Things. We sh- hey, we'll see. Um. All right. Over in Peacock, uh, we got a little. I think it's just a poster of the Continental 
and it's set for September 2023. I would expect a trailer to come out very soon from this show. Yeah. Whatever happens, I'm I'm checking in. So <laughs> that's it. Back to the John Wick verse for sure. And um, did you get to watch this twisted metal teaser? I did. Okay. <laughs> it is what it is. It's a teaser. And it makes me even more excited for the show. So I, I'm just like, what? It looks great. That sweet, sweet tooth looks great. Uh, it just depends on what they do with it. So it look, it's colorful. It looks cool. So we'll see uh, how, how, how much, like, how long it lasts, you know, maybe it's a one season thing. Yeah. I, um, that's it. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. It looks cheesy, but you know, mm-hmm. that could also be the way that, I mean, it's a nineties video game. Like it should be right. Right. Exactly. That's it. We love cheese. That's right. So the Anne Rice Immortal Verse um, continues to expand as we've got a third TV show in the works. Actually, is there three or four TV shows now that I'm saying that? I've been trying to figure that out. So I I put two links in there. There is Night Island, um, which I believe is the spinoff. So, though, okay, so sorry. Let me say this. Night Island... Um, is about a pair of burglars who attempt to steal a painting rumored to be on the island, not knowing that the island is a home of a coven of vampires. That's a 10 to 15 minute short uh, things. And Armand happens to be one of the creatures there before he's sophisticated. But then this other thing is just a TV show, um, which will focus on the Telemasca organization which is featured in many of the um, Anne Rice novels. And this will be by John Lee Hancock, who uh, was the blindside filmmaker. So I'm in. Dude, for I'm, me, I've been in. Um, yeah. I still need to wait to watch Mayfield. Um, Mayfield Witches. Mayfield Witches. Um, I just, this immortal universe that they're setting up is exciting, especially since they're doing a little bit of this neat six like that six part night island thing with shorts and and do a little backstory uh with one of the best characters from the whole series and and more so um keep it coming i mean it, there's a lot to adapt <laughs> and i'm uh, if they can just keep the same pace hey it's gonna it's it's super popular stuff so people need to people need to see this to, ex- to really experience the Anne rice world i agree uh, jumping streaming services to Paramount. Uh, we have not only we know the third Sonic movie, of course, will be coming, but there's going to be a Knuckles TV series, which will uh, no, there's going to be a Knuckles movie with Idris Elba, and there's going to be another series. <laughs> what the heck? Full steam ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. Sonic 3 is already in development along with Paramount. Plus series centered around Knuckles. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Oh, this is in the wrong spot. It's okay. It's, it is. Yeah. I just throw off a little bit. Um, no, there's a TV series. Yeah, it's a TV series. So, Knuckles. Very cool. Great. That's very exciting, honestly. I <laughs> I mean, this those movies are fun. And like we said, if you can go to small screen, big screen, small screen, just own it. Kids love, kids love Sonic. So... I think so. And I, I also think like this is the way going forward. 
these TV and movies, they can all act together as one big storytelling device. So I'm excited about that. Um, Galaxy Quest is going to get a series uh, on Paramount. Kind of curious, given their Star Trek. Um, but what's your thoughts on this? And the Orville, and right, and right, more. and they're all I, on Paramount, right? Uh, maybe think, Orville isn't. That might I be just what that is. Hulu, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, Galaxy Quest is a great movie. It's a great comical like take on the whole Star Trek thing. Star Trek is super popular now, so can ex- can something exist with the Orville being as popular as it is? I'm not even sure how much more the Orville has left. Um, right. So it could balance out. I I don't know. I There's a lot of aspects to Galaxy Quest that, that they could do from the movie if they tied it in, and there's some they can't. So we will see. Yeah. Stay tuned uh, for that one. And then finally, Max. HBO is dropping the HBO side of it and just calling itself Max. Uh, that's premiering on May 23rd. Um, they made some announcements with the overall announcements of the new company. Uh, we will be getting a new Harry Potter show um, that will span 10 years. 10 years. At least, so 10 years, probably seven seasons. or so, I can't remember how it's going to be. 10 Wait, years of the kid's life. Yeah, so 10 seasons, whatever they fill in, maybe maybe a year ago is longer than, than one season of TV. Who knows? What do you think about this? Is this, is this the way to do it? Do you yes. reboot? You reboot Harry Potter, and you go from there. This is the money way to do it, right? Like, I mean, there's countless. You know, we talk about every episode. There's countless potential for this world. Clearly, there's some taintedness to it. Sure. This is the way to assure that people will come back to the screens for him. So yes, cool. Um, because you couldn't do movies. You know what I mean? You couldn't reboot the movies. People would go ape shit. There's yeah, no I way mean, that they'll do it. Long, long form storytelling is so popular these days that it's a good way yeah. to, you know, crack it, take a crack at it again, um, and then just build out from there. If you have these younger actors or or whatever, you can build out as the years are going through. So there's a lot of developmental possibilities. This is kind of like the funny thing. Hey, we're relaunching Max. This is like what they should have done in the first place when they had HBO Max launch. Um, but whatever, we're there. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> um, we got a little look at Gremlins, uh, Secrets of the Mogwai. I'll be honest with you, I like the animation. I didn't like how... I don't think that's going to be something I watch. <laughs> I might show my kid and maybe it'll get me in, but the preview didn't do anything for me. The opposite for me. I I am ready for more Gremlins. I think that the going back in time and and doing it kind of as a prequel with that family and whatnot, it looks fun to me. And I think that this is a good way to reintroduce the whole franchise to a new age of fans. So, as long as I get a Gremlins three, I'll I'll agree with this. <laughs> um, Conjuring is going to be getting the TV treatment, um, which. Again, this is another no-brainer uh, to me. Keep building out this world. There's a lot of stories, and we have to wait a lot of time between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the I think this is a cool way to do it. Um, endless possibilities, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I love I love horror TV shows. I think that you know, in this world, it'd be even better 
where it's just it's kind of like X Files. Uh, if, if you're gonna go in that route with the two of the like two characters like in the movies exploring these these occurrences, depending on what they want to do for the show, you could build it very much the same way, but much more horror esque than anything. Yeah. Um, speaking of horror esque, yeah. True Detective Ooh. Night Country um, with Jodie Foster stepping in looks fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what to expect from this. Um, if vampires show up, I'm not going to be surprised. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. So, um, but it's a very you know grounded TV show in that in that in that side of things. But they make it look very, very, very strange. Like there's weirder things happening out there than just um, crime. But it is true crime, so we'll see how they spin it. It. It looks great. It looks creepy as fuck. It does. So. Um, <laughs> one piece of news that literally just dropped while we were recording. Apparently, the Blade movie has added uh, Nick Pazzolato as one of the writers on it. Meaning that Marshall Ali probably was like, yo, <laughs> you got to help out this script. <laughs> like, Save come this over, movie. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It, okay. We'll see. I, I, this movie is in trouble, man. Yeah, I know. I think this guy's really trying to do what he can do to fix it, but there. I'm just gonna say this: their initial approach to the whole that side of things is really weak. Um, yeah, it doesn't. They don't not, know what it, the hell they're doing. They don't. It's like let's tie in all these like supernatural Marvel Knights side of things into the bigger MCU, and this is the problem where they're at. It's like we got to put everything in the big MCU umbrella. No. Go tell, go take a series, put it on D plus. Like mm-hmm. you can do this without going like big superhero time, please. Because yep. if you don't, you're gonna fuck it all up. So I'm already, <laughs> I'm already scared. So that's it. Not in a good. Way. Uh, there you go. And finally, though, sorry, in Max news, um, Game of Thrones is getting a prequel. Uh, this will be a Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. Um, this is or the Hedge Knight. It follows three novellas: the Hedge Knight, the Sworn Sword, and the Mystery Knight. So we'll see what happens with this. Is ninety years before the original series. I'm sorry, I haven't even finished House of the Dragon season one yet. I don't care. <laughs> so bored okay. of it. I'm not bored of it yet. I haven't watched. I have not watched House of the Dragon, but. I I feel like that they can still do some stuff in that world. Yeah, probably. <laughs> stuff. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. All right. Let's go over to movie news. Um, we got another trailer for Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny. I didn't watch it. Is it good? I did. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's just it. It's kind of like an extension of the first trailer. They yeah. show the same stuff. They show a little bit of new stuff. Nothing super spoilery they definitely keep driving the fact that phoebe waller bridge is not his daughter that is his goddaughter that we know who her father is and so forth yeah. so that's that's kind of the point of that but i'm really excited for this movie and i can't wait to see the last chapter yeah i guess spielberg saw it the other day and said holy shit i thought i was the only one who could make one of these <laughs> <laughs> that's my faith in james mangold man that, that I, guy. I do too i do too that guy 
We got a trailer for The Last Voyage of the Demeter, or Demeter, um, which is the fateful ship that brought Nosferatu, a.k.a. Dracula, over here to America from Transylvania. I like this. I I love when you put people in one location and like it just ramps the horror up to like a million. So, yeah, this is great. Looks great. Not only one location, a trapped location. Yeah, sorry, like snakes in the middle on of the plane, ocean, right? That's even, yeah, it's horrifying. <laughs> like, where the hell are you gonna go? This this thing's hunting you. You're going nowhere, nowhere. It looks nowhere. awesome, creepy as hell. Uh, yeah, they're really building up the Dracula side of of cinema again. So, with comedy and this and more. So, I I love it. I love that vampires are are back, baby. <laughs> They've never been gone, Chris. I know. Um, Charlie Day's got his directorial debut in Fool's Paradise. Wrote, directed, star in it. It's Jason Zadakis, Ray Liotta. Literally every single person who's in this movie is someone you know from comedy or just movies in general. <laughs> yeah. This looks fun. It looks great. Yeah. Uh, I watched this on streaming. So. Yeah. The whole It's Sunny cast is there, too. Yeah. So it's just great. Um, reportedly... Mortal Kombat 2 is starting production this June, so pretty, pretty soon. We also know that it will get four new villains, Baraka, Shaokan, Sindel, and Quan Chi. So I really enjoyed the first one. Yes. I'm really into the second one. All I want to see is Johnny Cage. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Show me Johnny at the cage. They put this on a big screen first, I hope, uh, so it makes some money, and then put it on HBO, whatever. But... Yeah, like you said, I love that first movie. I thought that was a great reintroduction um, from what we had in the 90s, and now this is a good update. One of the best openings of a movie I'd seen in a long time. Um, oh, yeah. It's just awesome. Yep. So, Mortal Kombat for life. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, real quick to your point about um, seeing in the theater and then at max, most of these, because CinemaCon happened, like most places said we're not doing the the streaming releases anymore we're doing we're doubling down on theaters because clearly the box office is showing you people want to go to the movies again it's just it's happening and i mean we're getting movies in in on tv with a 90 way shorter release way that even now right yeah no exactly and even now it's like they won't they won't put it on the streaming service for free until a little bit after it's been on sale to the general yeah. public. So yeah. I like that approach too. I mean, yep. you, there's no rush to begin with when you're, when you're dishing this stuff out and it's still in theaters and it's at home and you can pick and choose at that point. Um, but they had to like inject something to make more money because it was kind of a iffy, iffy approach to how to make money or lose money. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, McAvoy is teaming up with Blumhouse again for Speak No Evil, which is a uh, Danish thriller that came out last year. Literally, it's on Netflix. You can just go watch it now. I already watched it, and now I just read this news today, and I'm like, what? <laughs> that was fast. Huh. <laughs> yeah. That kind um, of stuff is cool, too. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I don't mind, you know, like, I'm not a person who cares about, or I'm not bothered by subtitles so a no. lot of these horror movies from other countries are up there you know with ours if not far superior yeah, in many better, ways. So, right? <laughs> yeah so this is great 
I love Blumhouse. I love McAvoy. I'm in. I'll go watch that. That's it. Um, this is cool. Uh, Godzilla X Kong, the new empire. Uh, they will team up to face a new threat. You know, I am all in because I just love this monster verse, despite the Godzilla movies being the worst part of them. I'm still in. Yeah, because they're not even that bad. They're still, still, I mean, they're just slow burns. Um, and I just wish you would do a, me- yeah, I could just take a mega cut of those two Godzilla movies to kind of go, yeah, this is, this is all. Yeah, I need. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the grand tradition of Godzilla movies, they do it right. Um, correct. Those were all slow burns too. And it is, you're correct. Ridiculously weird and cheesy slow burns sometimes, but yeah. Um, this new monster looks cool. I, another giant ape. I'm, I don't know what to think, but I like when they do new stuff. So we'll see what happens when the two of them team up once again. That's it. That's just it. So, um, yeah, that's that's coming up. Uh, this, is, this is actually in the wrong spot. So Arnold is actually going to premiere in his first television show, which is FUBAR. Um, oh. Dude, 75. He's in a full-on comedy TV show <laughs> on Netflix. Um, I can't remember when it's coming out, uh, but you know, it looks fun. And I think he does, I think he does a really good job in comedy. And I don't think a lot of people remember, you know, like true lies, straight up comedy, obviously yeah. kindergarten cop, like stuff like that. Twins jingle all the way. Yeah. Twins. Like, so he does a lot. Kindergarten cop. Did you say it? Yeah, I said that. Yeah. It's one of the best <laughs> movies ever made. Yeah. So it's, favorite. it's coming. <laughs> so, yeah. Stallone's doing his own show. I like these. Yes. These these guys, they're not done. And nor should they be. No. No. All that. Um, That's it. I should have kept all this together, but more Blumhouse news. (laughs) Um, They said Megan and Black Phone will each be getting sequels. They expect both of them to have like kind of their own universes themselves, which I thought was interesting. Didn't they do a funny like Megan April Fool's thing? (laughs) I like, think so. Yeah, that, that movie was great. I really did. I right, enjoy wasn't it? it? Yeah, it's so good. Um, and that's exactly where a PG thirteen movie. When well, it's I well watched done. the right, right. Actually, no, <laughs> I didn't watch. Was... Did I? I didn't watch the. I didn't watch that cut, and I need to do it because I was like, I didn't see it at first. So I yeah. don't know if there's. I can't remember about the swearing, but it is extremely violent. Like the first death, I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, what did they show the PG thirteen version? I'm, they must have just done it off camera, but yeah, there's that movie is. I mean, they went all in. It's a it's yeah. a straight up horror movie. So, um, other sequels. We got a trailer for Insidious Six: The Red Door. I really love these movies. I saw the mm-hmm. first one in the theater and I fell asleep, and I thought the movie sucked. And then my wife and I, a couple of years ago. I was like, let's just watch it. Maybe I was drunk. I don't know. But I was like, holy shit. These are great. So I watched all of them. We binged them. This one looks as good. And it's 10 years later. All the same actors are back, which is a cool idea. So I'm in. Me too. Me too. Um, Final Destination 6 is in the works. Um, Maybe Devin Sabo comes back. They've been doing requels. Maybe all the survivors of the Final Destinations will finally get to die. Actually, I just wrote this. Hollywood, you can you can pay me. That's a great idea, Casey. I actually love that idea. Good, good idea, Casey. 
<laughs> well done. Isn't that a good idea? It is a great idea. <laughs> and, Nobody and six, survives. Like, fuck it, right? Nobody survives. Kill them all. That's Kill it. Um, and then finally, we got a trailer for Blood and Gold, another Nazi killing movie. Um, you know, Sizu is out in theaters. Uh, this is coming right to Netflix on the 26th of May. Um, I hate Nazis. I like seeing them right. die. <laughs> yeah, this is very cool the way it's filmed. It looks Grindhouse. Like, yeah, Grindhouse. Yeah, like Eli Roth did. Exactly. Or, exactly. Yeah. So and then finally, Alita 2 is underway. They will be using some of the same technology that they used for Avatar 2 which obviously makes sense because Cameron was the producer on the first one and he did the screenplay and everything else with that. So, yes. Very underrated movie. Great, great oh, movie. So good. Great movie. Yeah. People have seen it, go see it or go watch it. I love yeah. that movie. I wish I would have seen it in theaters. That's Big it. Display. Big mistake. Um, I didn't either, actually. So I'm right up there with you. Uh, we have some gaming news here. Uh, we have a trailer for New Neo Berlin 2087, third and first person action role playing game, detective thriller, cyberpunk, all the things that Chris and I talk about repeatedly on every one of these episodes. Yeah, I, I remember this just popped up and I shared it with you and it. So like, you need to watch this. This is um, everything we love about. <laughs> what do they say? The most. 1995 looking trailer i mean that's the thing it looks amazing and yeah. also horrible at yeah. the same time <laughs> yeah so exactly but i will uh yeah. I, i'll bite i'll bite that's it i will too um harry potter is getting quidditch ta- uh champions this will be an upcoming sports video game developed from unbroken studios Again, I'm in. Um, I love Quidditch. I love all of that. So they showed like a little teaser of what the game, you know, kind of alpha version is going to look like. I think it's going to be like a like a Fortnite, though. I think it's going to be like an all access game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they made which I don't typically like, but yeah. Sure. I mean, they made their biggest excuse of why they didn't put Quidditch into Hogwarts Legacy. It makes sense. Um, you do get to ride a broom and, and have fun, and it's pretty epic in that game. But whatever reasons they decided to keep it out, this is it. This is so they can make more money off this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's by what Port was it Portkey Studios or whatever it's called um, is the overall um, studio that's doing a lot of these Harry Potter games, and so. I don't know. I will try this because I, I've been itching to play Quidditch and Legacy. That's it. Um, and then finally, in a little bit of tabletop news, Funko has created a Scream game. Um, this is interesting. The voice actor uh, for the Scream films, Roger Jackson, lends his voice. You get a little uh, ghost-faced miniature with it. And... Um, if you're a screen fan and you want to keep it going, <laughs> go get this game, I guess. Interesting. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's kind of a cool idea. I'm sure if I had it, you know, I'd play it. Someone bought it for me. <laughs> anyway, Chris, what time is it? It's time for the pursuit of plastic.
toy enthusiasts and action figure hunters out there. Uh, this is the Pursuit of Plastic. Big news. Big news to open up this segment. Mattel mm-hmm. and Hasbro uh, have decided to put their differences aside and team up and join forces, as it says, to do more licensing, like cross-promotional licensing for you know the movies that are coming out. I, for one, think this is a smart idea. Um, I felt... You know, a lot of a lot of things out there say that the toy industry is taking a little bit of a slump, uh, has taken some losses, which I don't see how that's possible. But um, if anything, I can't wait to see like a Battle Cat Transformer or something weird along those lines. I what do you what do you think about this? That's it. You know, it has a lot of potential to do a lot of cool things. Just that one being one of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I. It's it's an interesting collaboration. It's going to be really interesting to see how these two brands work with each other, um, and what what we're about to see. Like, are we going to you know maybe more of those uh, cloth GI Joes will start hitting the market? You know what I mean? Capitalize on that sort of thing. Like, I don't, I don't know. So I'm excited. We haven't like I'm also kind of scared mecha conglomerates at all, but yeah, like <laughs> I think this will be good. Yeah, I, I do too. I, it'll be interesting to see what comes out first from it. I mean, they're just, like, yeah, Transformers Uno game, and uh, that's the same world, but whatever. Um, there's a lot mm-hmm. of potential. No, actually, it's not because they Master Universe has an Uno game from Mattel, so that's that's what they're talking about in some in some regard is just these small little crossovers where they can make more money off um, other franchises dipping into games and whatnot um do i want to see like a barbie corvette transformer yeah of course i do would i buy it no but i want to see it yep me too anyways uh speaking of mattel uh the snake mountain pre-order went up on friday of this past week uh priced at about 80 dollars uh this this place that is the last big one uh that you need to complete your trifecta of castle gray skull Snake Mountain and of course Eternia playset, which it. drops in the next year. Uh, so I need to get started on my tabletop uh, diorama building. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, next up, Hasbro. So they've been doing this thing where they took plastic out of the packaging, uh, which enraged some fans who, you know, who they are. Um, but they're <laughs> the windows are coming back. And so I don't I don't blame people for getting upset. It's like you want to see the figure. It's like you want to pick a good one. You don't want to have it crossed eyes and weird stuff like that. You expect better out of your toy manufacturers. But the plastic they're going to go back to will be highly recyclable. uh, So it will be more eco friendly, which is the reason why they took away in the first place to try to go zero plastic, which makes sense to me. Yeah, I I think um, this is like I get it. I get it. It uh, that's all. <laughs> like I understand the outrage about it too, because after what they did with Dungeons and Dragons, people have no faith. Like yeah. it's not only that, but I mean that one was the big one that's most recent where everything was broken, <laughs> and if you just would have been able to see it, you would have known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I just think like sometimes people are just way too upset about their toys. So myself included anyways yeah. black series uh job of the hot for the return of the jedi 40th uh a new one is being released it's been here since 
they did one. So this is an update with Jabba, his hookah, and our favorite Salacious Crumb. Um, and then also a Jedi Spirits three-pack, uh, Black Series six-inch scale of the Force Ghosts, including, you know, Aiden Christensen and yep. Sebastian yep. Shaw. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's cool. That's mm. a neat lineup. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> another great uh, slew of Indiana Jones figures has dropped for pre-order. Uh, this Build an Artifact series is going to Temple of Doom realm uh, with the Sankara Stones, I believe they're, they were called. Uh, you can collect it to get that whole setup from Temple uh, and then put the stones in each of the holes. It's a great idea, honestly, versus a figure that you really want but don't want to spend the money on the rest of them. Um, yeah. A lot of temple-themed things, including uh, Short Round, several different Indianas. Um, but then we also get the uh, the Dial of Destiny figures as well in this in this wave. It's a lot of Indy. It's a lot of Indiana Jones figures. It is. No, no Kate Capshaw yet, though. So we'll see what yeah. happens with, yeah. with that one. But, I just hate Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not signing off on this. We haven't seen any of her stuff. No, no, I'm just saying. No, I mean we got Marion in the first in the first round. Just, you just know, saying. So. Not like they can't do female figures. So, um, next up, McFarland Toys, uh, Page Punchers. So Page Punchers are great. I think that this is this is the way for McFarland to do his own thing, uh, where they do this this exclusive comic that's made for the series, and then they make figures out of it. Uh, Fight the Frozen, I believe it's called, is the latest one that's um, been uh, fighting the Frozen. Batman fighting the Frozen is the latest one. It looks like to be three figures, which is nice. And then mm-hmm. maybe this weird, I don't know if it's a brother eyes, cyborg take or whatever, octopus mechanical monster. But click Batman, Robin and Batgirl all in like caveman uh, <laughs> look. And yeah. when I look at this, it reminds me of the death and then the return of Bruce Wayne where he went through these different time periods. Yep. And one of them was like caveman Batman. Um, so this, these look cool as hell. They do. Um, Conan Batman. Ex- yeah. I'm just really kind of excited to see this over some of the other stuff that they're doing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, also recently announced Captain Adam will be getting uh, a gold label figure exclusive to Walmart. Uh, this is another Shelton comic character, and I'm hoping that we will get the question at some point. So. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. It's it's a weird one that we haven't seen that yet. It, yes, I I agree. I think that anything along those lines will get you know they'll be exclusives and and low low runs. So we'll we'll see. Um, if you're a fan of the statues that he's been doing, uh, Superman of Tomorrow is up for pre-order, so you can get your hands on that. I love the scale of and the pricing um, of these, and I've already ordered this one. So, I need to <laughs> did you? I did. I didn't expect anything less. <laughs> That's right. And then uh, last up, another thing I ordered right away. Uh, so he's been doing these exclusives to certain stores. Um, I'm more excited for this than say like the GameStop one that came out the other day, which is only Spawn. But mm-hmm. um, with the big bad toy store, there's going to be more of these. So they did this Flash figure. It's 3,000 pieces. It's sold out, of course. But it's like this different design, like this gray tone, cartoony look. Uh, and I really like it. 
and I they're going to be doing more figures in that line, um, which has been leaked like Superman. Black and White Accent Edition is what it's uh, called. There you go. Uh, people complain, and then they order it, and it's sold out. And then they say, complain that yeah. they don't get it. So, yep. I love the t- I love I love toy fans with a <laughs> like you like Star Wars fans, right? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> They're, they, it's 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 more comical to me than anything these days. So um, I'm, I'm excited for this. I will share photos of it when I get it in hand. Uh, next up, NECA. If you're a Batman 89 fan and you want all the props and this is the one you need, where does he get all those wonderful toys? Well, probably from <laughs> NECA. Um, but you can get a replica of the 89 utility belt. There you go. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd wear this yeah. out in public, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see you try. <laughs> don't, don't, don't dare me. Don't tell me. Yeah. Um, we just wrapped up the month of April, and through April, the NECA did a bunch of teases uh, for new April Neil figures, uh, which they haven't done a ton of, uh, and so there was a slew announced, including. One from the last Ronin, so we'll get Granny April. Um, we're going to get a a movie version of the Judith Hogg figure in a yellow jumpsuit, which is a concept figure. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be okay. releasing an ultimate version of the cartoon version, uh, which was part of a two-pack, which nobody could get their hands on because they don't know how to distribute property to Target for whatever reason at that time. And it's so much money. So now they're going to do an ultimate release with heads and and hands and all these accessories. So keep an eye out for that. It's a much better design than than the first one they put out. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm I'm excited to see more of that then. Absolutely. I mean, it was Brandy Falk who said female figures don't sell. He did say that. Did. <laughs> Anyways. Um super excited for the latest Super 7 Star Trek wave. Um this made me really think because they're they're doing Guinan again for this one. I don't know why, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we're getting Captain Picard and Worf this time around. So that's great. Don't have to spend a ton of money. I actually went back. I canceled my Guinan. I canceled my Locutus Borg Picard and just kept Riker and Data. I got Thank my Picard you. and Worf. I'm gonna get my my crew, and that's it. That's it, man. Spend. That it that's why. Great. That's all I was saying. Like, I understand your point about getting more of these in later series and everything, but it's also kind of like, just give me the ones, the people yeah. who are going to get like, and then if you want to start doing the weird stuff, like the Borg, um, Picard, throw it up as a pre-order, see how many you hit and then do it like that way. Do it like you would do yeah. uh, cosmic lesions or whatever. You know what I mean? Like some people will want it. Some people won't <laughs> produce it. If it hits a mount. Yeah. The opposite side of that is like, I'm always surprised that it, Thundercats has gotten the wave 10 and things like I that know. so it's like and they've just kind of trickled into the figures you want throughout and it's survived but i don't think star trek has enough pull sometimes with action figures and we've seen it through the years of no because we haven't what gotten doing. good ones yeah i mean even these latest like re-release the playmates they haven't announced more of nope. them no nope. so i'm like what's happening strange new worlds like you know what i mean like they should be right. yeah it's weird i don't know but i'm very excited to be able to get two major characters um with only a couple left to get after this so maybe as they should yeah yeah exactly um hyatoys just released their first blood um rambo figure which which is amazing and now they're already pushing rambo 2 first blood 2 
Um, this is another great looking figure. Uh, outside of their usual realm of four inch figures, these are one twelve uh, with cl cloth, ex you know, clo cloth clothing, tons of weapons, accessories, and heads and more. So, I've been so tempted to get this. The Robocop, like I, I love the scale, and these are like the ultimate versions of the figures I would get um, to display. I mean, we've been talking about it for a while now, and you notice that we don't talk about Mezco anymore. Other companies are coming. Yeah. And this is $89. This is cheaper than a Mezco figure with just as much accessories. So it, the, the reckoning is coming, guys. <laughs> Other like Follow 5K Toys. Follow that website. Yeah. Yeah. There is things I've ordered on there where I'm just like, this is going to change everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's wild. And they're legit, you know, most of they them. are. It, yes, they're good quality. <laughs> yeah. And they tell me when a toy comes out, and then the toy comes out when they tell me it does. Mm -hmm. Which is key. Um, I just threw this on here real quick. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but I did. Uh, okay. I this is my favorite trooper. So Jedi Survivor Scout Trooper Commander. Um, so specifically the Cooper the Scout Trooper Commander, we don't see live action i don't believe um not with that electro baton so yeah no. you get an electro baton and it's my favorite stormtrooper uh just better so i showed my wife already i was like this might be this might be father's day right here do you get does it also come with a bike ah uh, dude you know what for, maybe it doesn't come form with a bike. Of it oh yeah there is one version of it that does come with a bike at least. okay i, I bet they have the both yeah I need the bike one six scale <laughs> bike jeez um oh gosh so this is this is good business this is smart i mean mm -hmm. they've been putting out scott trooper for the return of the jedi anniversary they've had the mold add a few things bam this is your first figure that you put out for jedi survivor there's more yeah. to come i'm sure yeah this is how you make your money and then you can put out a really cool kel Castus figure um which we all want beard yeah. and no beard and get yeah. options <laughs> 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 All right, last up, last up. This is big. I, I already pre-ordered these. Um, I'm a huge Berserk fan, as as you all know. Uh, we talked about a little bit earlier in the show. I don't know what the deal is with collectibles and Berserk, but Figma, I think, was doing it for a while. I have the Figma version. I'm not a big fan of that figure. It's kind of, it's older. It was, it just, it doesn't feel right. It's, like, weird to me. All right? I'm yeah. not a big fan of spending that much money on a figure that I'm not a, not a, not a huge fan of displaying it because it breaks and it does all this weird stuff so bandai <laughs> for some reason now has the rights to make berserk figures uh they're starting off with two you have um guts and is um it's more of like the mid the mid look uh after after the band of the hawk stuff um as he goes into like trying to save his friend and whatnot which mm -hmm. is a great start for the figure i'd love to go back and do some band of the hawk stuff i would love to see that but this is the figure that everybody wants this is like your this is final form so i get like, it it is and it's not because i mean eventually he gets that wolf crazy fucking wolf armor and stuff like that which right they'll get to but this is like the form it's a good way to get knows. you in there yeah. yeah this is what everybody knows of the character the same yep. thing with the griffith figure which is definitely from the the initial band of the hawk storyline um but we've never seen it come with a horse before uh this figure i mean i love griffith as a character i think it's like it's his armor is gorgeous the look is amazing because it's such a dichotomy between the darkness and the light and eventually what happens in the storyline is is 
is awesome. But um, the fact that they give him a horse at that this price point is is really neat. It's kind of a very the design of it. The horse itself is is unique as well. So I, I like this. I like these two figures. I pre-order them. They are up on they're up on normal sites like Big Bag Toy Store and more. Yep. Um, so it's not just like you have to go run into you know find a Japanese collector site and 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 fight for that. So these are ma- these are mass release, and I'm excited to get my hands on them. Man, that was a lot. It was. <laughs> we actually did this in a very condensed time period. We did. We did. Right. Uh, yeah, we did. Like we've been Tal- doing this for like 240 episodes, uh, at least. Um. What else do you have in the cooker? Something's back, right? It is. Uh, Listen Up Casuals is back with season three. Uh, we're calling it Listen Up Casuals Dark, uh, which Whoa. in the middle of, in the after, like, I I did this social post. I picked three pictures of the characters that we did the first three episodes. So we've done Punisher. We've yep. done Harley Quinn. Those two episodes are out. The third episode comes out in the next week or so. Uh, it's Wolverine. So I picked these pictures. They all had the red backgrounds. Yeah, like I didn't mean to do it. And when I when I posted, I was like, all right, we have all who else are we doing this season? Oh, Constantine. Yeah. Oh, we decided to drop She-Hulk. And we're, we just we just recorded our Electra episode. Yeah. So we're we I've we've dubbed it <laughs> L.U.C. Dark um, kind of a theme for the season. And very excited to be doing that because your book, Hollowed, <laughs> will be featuring as an indie spotlight, which is also very dark. Um, it is very dark. So, very excited to you know finish up the season uh, with our recording soon, but you know we're on episode two for you all to listen. Check it out. I'll leave a link in the show notes. Awesome. Yes, please do that. Um, so you can find us all over the interwebs at dfatentertainment.com. Don't forget to tell com. Dfat and on all the social medias. This is Casey saying, go read your comics. And this is Chris saying, don't forget to tell. Them.